0: Hello, time travelers. We come to you from our bunker, deep underground. As you know, most of, the, most of the country was murdered by crazed virgins who saw Joker and thought it was too powerful and went on a killing spree around the country. We're here daring to discuss that powerful, powerful film. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be able to get through it and its edginess won't drive us mad. Veronica, anything you'd like to say?
1: Hey, John. Uh huh. Could you introduce us as Box Office Time Machine? I was going to. Toot toot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amazing. <laughs> Nailed another one. <laughs>
2: Yay.
1: Yay, we're here. We're, back in the present. We're back in the present. The from p- In our bunker, I guess. Are yeah, we going in our along bunker. with that?
0: Yeah, this is all serialized. Everything's canon. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: hey, John.
0: Hi, Veronica.
1: Uh, We have a third today. We do. Not at all kinky. <laughs> 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 but will it be... <laughs> Yeah,
0: you say have a third, it instantly sounds sexual. That's true. You could just say have a guest, but of course you could say that in a way that makes it sound sexual. We
1: have a (laughs)
0: guest. Would you like to introduce our guest?
1: Uh, Yeah, sure. We, (laughs) I don't know if our guest wants to be introduced following (laughs) this little (laughs) tete-a-tete. Yeah, we have Manola with us today from... uh, what is you usually rep- end
0: with the name? No, that's fine.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, All right. you might know him <laughs> from being an animator and a comedian, and he's also uh, he has his own podcast called Doctor Game Show. His name is Manola. I've already said it. I'm bad at <laughs> intros. Let's move on.
3: Hello, Manola. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. So I'm I'm in the present.
0: Yep. yep, yes, this this week we've time-traveled to the present. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah, were you afraid of going back in time?
3: Yeah, I'm too afraid of my past. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's well, too dark. The year is 2019, but it may thank look God. like 1981 out in the streets of Gotham.
1: Because yes. for
0: some reason, this movie's a period piece. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, so I guess... So, since, John, you very much clearly hate the movie, and yeah. you're going to be here shitting on it.
0: I do not... <laughs> I I want to say this right off the bat. I do not hate this movie. There are movies we've seen that I hate so much more. This is maybe... This, alongside The Grinch, however, is the, the movie where the idea behind the movie I hate more than anything. Um, Wait, but what's the idea behind it? I just really hate uh, when people take, like... Um, uh, uh, artwork or characters for children and then, like, make them curse and, like, fuck. And then, like, <laughs> they, like, stand back and go, look how fucking edgy I am. Mickey mm. Mouse has a boner now. Can you handle it?
3: That,
1: yeah, uh, and, like, I, f- the I mean... The <laughs> what, it?
3: what Mickey Mouse movie was that?
0: Who's the prince of the poppers? Yeah, that was we're nailing it
1: so yeah I guess to like set the scene uh, I
0: don't I hating this movie would be too strong a way to say.
1: So it so yeah so the Joker is I guess a dark reimagining of the Joker origin story by the guy who brought you old school yeah.
0: see say that sentence and try not to make it sound stupid I
1: mean I, first of all, I think the idea, okay, I have issues with this movie, but the fact that, like, people are shitting on it because the dude who directed it made a bunch of comedies before is very angering to me.
0: Really? Okay. (laughs) Uh
3: (laughs) Uh-oh.
1: No, I, so, like, a person has to direct one kind of movie for the rest of his life? It's
3: not because a comedian directed it. Oh, I don't think he's Todd a comedian. because Todd Films directed it. I will right? Like, I will agree with a, that I, point.
1: like he's kind of a dick, but like I think like any sort of like it's such a cheap joke now to be like, oh, it's from the guy who brought you old school and must suck. No, like, <laughs> I thought it was well
0: for. I don't think people are making fun of it because they're comedies. I think people are making fun of it because they're comedies that don't really have anything to say. And I loved Old School, but I saw it uh, saw it in high school.
1: Right, just... but does that mean that he never has anything to say? Or, like, is he not allowed to Well, say I watched things? Joker,
0: so I would say no, he doesn't have
3: anything I mean, to say. I mean, I don't
1: think the Joker pretends to be as deep as people who think that it's, like, takes itself too seriously think it is.
3: I wish I didn't read the that article Mm. where todd phillips was complaining because yeah watching the the movie it was like wow i'm watching like an out of touch boomer direct (laughs) kids movie
1: (laughs) right i don't think that's the thing i think like people analyze it on a level entirely unrelated to what it actually aimed to achieve
3: it's like i thought it was like him complaining about
1: Yeah, I think like all his stuff that he said about like woke culture and all that, that's like that's stupid and dumb I don't I don't like the person I just think that this is just a movie that okay. for some reason people yeah. chose to a- overanalyze for no reason whatsoever. well let's I, I think we should
0: <laughs> let's bring up uh, uh, the Cause the Joker's noxious conversation around this movie such,
3: he's such an icon for incels <laughs> is he
1: though an icon is that like a well known thing I, I, I'm i familiar with insult culture only in as much as I've gone to their subreddit before it I think got it said banned culture Never like the incel even... culture but i i've never seen the joker be mentioned there before
3: yeah it's more in spirit it's like...
1: it, but in what spirit though cuz like their whole thing is that the world owes us women that we can fuck
3: it's it's like the um like when dark knight came out All those people were like, ah, did you see his monologue?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Really? I I think more than... I did not get that at all. (laughs) Beyond
0: the Joker's uh, relationship with women, which I think we think of most when we think of incels... I think it's more like damaged, yeah, white, lonely boys yeah it's more this it's a it's that Tyler Durden thing yeah. uh, we're also not getting the point yeah. of the character but like thinking that look at this guy he points out how, that the world's stupid yeah, mom how, and that's why I'm not doing my homework because the yeah. Joker fucking gets it yeah basically. sure
1: okay so does that mean that because like some like subset of people misinterprets a movie does that mean that we now hate on this movie no
0: I hate but on the movie the deep movie's life. bad but,
3: but- People are going deep on it because it's like, yeah, it's like, I think there's a stage in a a man's life. (laughs) It's like the Holden Caulfield thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, high schoolers are into uh, whatever that Red Book was. (laughs)
0: Red book, Red book, Catcher um, in the Rye. In the Rye. Uh, red book, because most of the covers of the are red. That's who the famous cover right? was red. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, I love calling. That's like calling uh, the Great Gatsby. That you know the the, the eyes, eye in the sky the book. Eyes <laughs> in the sky,
1: pretty nice. <laughs> um, yeah, the green light book. <laughs> well, yeah, I think
0: okay. So let's. I mean, this is interesting because I do think my i i my biggest problem with this movie is also um, extra textural, and I had to. I really worked to get around a lot of it. Because A, like I said, I hate um I I have an instinctual hatred of like, look, here's a cartoon character, but now they curse. You like um, it?
3: I would say though that in the comics it was a it was for the past like that's what, true. two or three decades. It's that's always the, been dark.
0: There have been R rated jokers since the eighties. So right. that that is yeah. very fair. Yeah. Um but I it's I think it's more where this came into me it was more like um, we're making a movie that's real edgy and dangerous. Oh, really? What's it about? Oh, you know, the clown that fights Batman. <laughs> like, that's the thing that to sure. me is so silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, it's like all the conversation. You know, I I hated the conversation about how dangerous this movie was and how this is going to yeah. drive incels crazy because I thought it was foolish. I mean, like, yeah, maybe people were going to get shot seeing Joker. Guess what? We live in America. Maybe you'll get shot seeing Downton Abbey. It's... You know, it's were just the one
3: that said that you wanted to dress up as Joker and then go to Downton Abbey but, <laughs> no. uh, with someone else on Facebook. <laughs> but
1: that was also another thing that is actually based on a like an untruth. Because yes. like there was no one ever who dressed up as a Joker and shot up anyone. So like the Dark Knight Rises thing, that guy was not a Joker fan at all. That was just a thing that spread around when this movie came out.
0: Yeah. Mm. I, I think we're we're confusing um I am. I'm trying to make fun of the conversation around Joker and also make fun of Joker. <laughs> I think they're both incredibly stupid.
1: Sure. I mean, I I can't say I liked the movie. I, I think I did like the performance. Yeah, uh, and that's fair. That's I think. The go-to. Yeah, I think
0: we'd all agree on that. Yeah.
1: I I mean, the movie was fine. I thought like there were parts of it that I enjoyed. I was never like bored, but I can't say that I also like read too much into it. Someone
3: pointed out that most of the shots of Joaquin Phoenix was a single shot to uh, express his isolation. Whoa.
0: I take it back. Todd Phillips is pretty smart. (laughs) Pretty smart.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I don't think this movie was in any way well directed. In fact, I feel like the, like, sort of the shots that we do, like, that people might find memorable from this are probably, like, straight up like lifts from yeah, scorsese sure. movies yeah. um but well, i also know.
3: wish it was more gratuitous like people this sounds bad
2: but <laughs> no no no
3: <laughs> i wish it was more it went further as far as like the shock value like it because you know that's the joker and stuff yeah. also how how was the did you see it together no. no. How was the audience for y'alls? Because uh, there were kids... In mine oh. and at one point I heard a kid be like, wait, was that just a dream?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: after, after
0: some violent act or something. And see, oh, there's yeah. your audience for the yeah. joke. That's your audience I will be like, like, profound.
1: I feel like there was no, like, a lot. I mean, I remember seeing, like, The Dark Knight in theater several times. And, like, people mm. would, like, applaud mm-hmm. on, like, certain sections. And, like, the audience would be super enthusiastic. I think for this one, it was a full house at the IMAX, so it's like mm. fairly big.
3: Was it worth the IMAX?
1: They actually did transform a bunch of sequences into full IMAX format. Did they just
0: put Dancing the bank the scene from Dark
3: Knight?
1: <laughs> in yeah, the front they of the just movie. put that. Yeah, like you know, a Bane appeared on an airplane. <laughs> it was very confusing. Like, uh, no, it, I, they just. But also, like it was never like super clear. Like what rationale was behind any of like mm-hmm. the shots that they chose, because mm-hmm. it was not consistently like the big action sequences. It was mm-hmm. not consistently like. So yeah, I was not entirely clear on like how they picked and chose what like sequences they cool. wanted to enlarge. But I guess to your point in terms of the audience, there was like a smattering of polite applause after the movie was done, and that's about it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a movie that wants. To send you out feeling good, right. so I'll give it that. I let's just I'll just do a real quick, um, real quick uh, plot basics. Um, this takes place in 1981. It's Gotham City. Gotham City is a real shithole, uh, so much so that they are being infested by super rats. Yeah. Um, one of the many things where were this a comedy was that
3: a smoke was that a Chekhov's gun or something like what was I was like I don't know cigarettes? but
0: it made me laugh very hard
1: it's, yeah it was just such a silly detail <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean like it fit in like the weird Gotham-y like kinda it's quirky cause
0: it's a comic book and movie. that's the thing but I, 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 that was it I wanted <laughs> it to be like this movie you say that you don't think this movie takes itself seriously I think it takes itself so insanely seriously and doesn't realize how it, if no it, no, I don't, it was I don't absurd. think
1: the movie necessarily, I guess I should rephrase it. I don't think the movie takes itself as seriously as the people choose to criticize it think it does. I think it is a serious movie.
2: Okay. I that's think fair.
1: it's trying to make a point, if a very basic one.
0: Um, okay, so uh, Joaquin Phoenix plays Arthur Fleck. Uh, down-on-his-luck, aspiring comedian, kind of, um, uh, with uh, a number of mental illnesses, including his, uh, he has a kind of Tourette's where he laughs at inappropriate times. Seemingly, when he wants to cry, he laughs, and it's a horrible, awful laugh. Uh, he lives with his mother, Penny, played by... Um,
1: Francis Conroy. Frances Conroy. The mom from Six Feet Under. Um,
0: and he works at a rental clown place, which is just a... Taxi Depot, but for clowns. Um, and
1: Is that, like, a real business? <laughs> it's
2: just it the business from Taxi like...
0: Driver.
1: Well, I, no, I get it. But also, would, like, people really... Like would businesses be like? You know, what we need to elevate our brand is to hire a clown from this store. Probably
3: not in the '80s.
1: <laughs> I don't but know. It is like
0: that, that. And, but they wouldn't just be clowns. It would, be, especially today, it would be.
3: Remember our favorite director, uh, Woody Allen's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was it Broadway, Danny Rose? The one where he's like, a Yes. with John yeah.
1: No, no, that's Bullets
3: Over Broadway. Uh, yeah, I get them mixed up, but yeah, he like has these. A stable
0: of comedians that he sends out.
1: I guess it just seemed so weird, but I'm maybe that exists. Was, would, there were definitely
0: <laughs> businesses for like parties, and they'd have magicians yeah. and clowns and right. Princesses. But rather like
1: I mean like yes, you there are businesses where you hire clowns for parties. What I mean mm. is like are there businesses that are like. You know what we need to like swing a sign or a cider or a door? Yeah, that sign swinging thing. We need a clown. I thought thought
3: sign spinning came out in the 90s or something.
1: (laughs) That's true. Isn't there, there's like some sketch. Oh no, that was on Seinfeld where like they were arguing about who invented like some sort of like a sign, like swinging move. Never mind. Uh, move on <laughs> So
0: Arthur works as a rental clown but boy does his lo- life suck and in a series of scenes we see how much his life sucks uh, and if this was played for comedy it would be fun because it's so silly but it's not
2: it's serious
1: <laughs> and
0: um, he gets beat up by children um,
1: also like, it, <laughs> like would that happen I mean even in that you know like New York City I guess in the 80s mm. Some kids steal a sign. If someone chases after them, would they really, like, beat them up? Yeah, and, like, yeah. very yeah. expositionally also say, like, yeah, beat them up real good. <laughs> and also like, get his money.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you don't deal with teens enough. That's that's all they're ever doing. I mean,
1: I cross the street if I see a group yeah. of teens. Oh, I, re- <laughs> I
0: remember in high school, my, my friends and I were always like, let's go let's go find a clown. Beat the shit out of him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, like, yeah, it was just, we- like, a weird extra step there, I guess, to yeah. make his life extra miserable, <laughs> but it was also just odd.
0: Uh, he is given a, a gun by one of his co-workers to protect himself after the incident. Uh, we find out that his mother used to be a maid for Thomas Wayne. Eh, eh, get it, get it? Bruce Wayne? Yeah, they're in this movie. Bruce Wayne. Um, and uh, she is trying to get money from them. Thomas Wayne has never replied, um, then, one night, oh, then Joker, uh, he's not Joker yet, Arthur, brings a gun to a children's hospital while being a clown in, easily, the best scene of the movie. Yeah, that funny. scene was very funny. The gun <laughs> falls out. That's the other thing. If this movie was a comedy, if this was Joker movie was, like, I don't know, a Joker well, movie? it was supposed to be a mix, right? I don't, but I don't, other than that scene, really nothing was played for laughs for me.
3: One of my other favorite scenes was when he tried to, when he, like... Uh, brushed off the detectives and oh, yeah. tried to oh, go yeah. to the hospital <laughs> that
0: was funny I mean yeah that, I, it's, but it was what, few and far between well, we watched a movie recently where it was like wow the comedy works so much better than why can't this movie just accept that it's ridiculous and be a comedy uh, I don't remember what that was
1: like for this for the show oh
0: oh
3: well Midsummer Hereditary oh I think <laughs> well Midsummer <laughs> is North by funny.
1: Northwest maybe
0: was mm. it? No. North, no, I was more surprised than North by Northwest straight up is a comedy. Was a comedy. A
1: comedy. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: Um,
1: Listeners, write to us.
0: <laughs> anyway, he gets fired. He goes onto a subway. Uh, he's at a rural Day. And then he sees uh, these Wall Street guys, um, <laughs> including a friend of ours.
1: <laughs> so, like, I think we know. So, it, it's. Do you always, know multiple of them? Yes. So, like, the woman is the girlfriend of someone who's on my improv team. Really? <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yeah, Which her woman? name is Mick. She's nice. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. Which woman? Uh, uh, the uh, woman
0: they were harassing. They uh, oh, right, right. Yeah.
3: Right, right.
1: But. Yeah, so that's his Bernie Getz moment, I guess. And so it and you know what? Real props to this movie for not making the you know, the people who harass him black or, you know, people of color. I feel like that would have been the easy thing to do in that situation. But I guess like thematically it would not work for their class anger later. We can yeah.
0: We can compliment the movie on that, but I I will say... I mean, it's not like
1: a compliment. It's more of like there was a low bar and you cleared it. (laughs) Well,
0: this, it's... (laughs) One of my major problems with this movie, and we'll get to it, is this a movie that, like, has so many issues, like, so many deep issues that it wants to just bring up but not do anything with. And one of the biggest ones is uh, class struggles and, and class issues. And this is a movie about class issues that, if you really think about it, does not show a single sympathetic poor person.
1: Well, are you, I, in a way, supposed to sympathize with... Well, his fake girlfriend. Yeah.
0: But we realize at the end that just, nearly every scene we've seen from mm-hmm. with her is just in his head.
1: But don't you sympathize with her for, like, having her house invaded later? A little
0: bit, but paper? I'm saying, like, no one who's, like, a full character. Like, his mother is sympathetic, some, and we find out she's crazy.
3: Some people that I saw this with... Uh, didn't get we're like arguing about whether or not Joker killed his fake girlfriend or not
0: so from what I gather that has a lot to do with scenes that were cut out either before shooting or uh-huh. so a lot of the fear that incels would go crazy after seeing this movie actually do come from elements that were in the leaked script Mm. And one of the major...
3: Classic and (laughs) (laughs) so... Well, so the script script
0: leaked and people read it. And one of the major things that people were like, maybe we shouldn't put this in a movie today, is that, so yada, 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 he meets a woman. She seems to like him for no reason because he's clearly crazy. Um, But then at the end of the movie, we find out all those scenes with her were in his head. He goes into her apartment and probably kills her. But apparently in the original script, they become friends, he falls for her, then we find out that um, she has a boyfriend and friend-zoned him, and he calls her a whore and shoots her. Wow. And so that was something (laughs) that was in the original script, but they uh, wisely took it out. And that also just would have been another thing of like, it's just another random, awful thing to put in the movie. Right.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I think this one works
0: better, but I wonder if the fact that it's like
3: another uh, argument. Oh, sorry, finish your oh, thing. I was just saying,
0: the the fact that it's it's a little confusing over whether or not he kills her, although it's pro- most likely that he does. I wonder if that's A because they shot a different ending for her, or B because they were so concerned mm. over how I'm not like I'm talking more of the critics than crazy incels, but how people would take the plot point of him murdering the woman he was had a had a a crush on the other thing Mm. was
3: uh what actually happened at the end when he appeared in the hospital yeah i don't get that at all either did was did it did reality stop once he got tackled in front of the camera or did that stuff where there was a revolution and he goes outside did that happen for real well here i think what happened Police thing and he escapes was todd
0: phillips watched taxi driver And Taxi Driver's also, ending is ambiguous, and so he went of one Kamen. of those. Well, yeah.
1: but also, I guess, like, there's another reading where you can interpret that most of it was in his head, right? Because there's also a flash of him banging his head against the wall of a yeah. mental asylum in the at the beginning of oh, yeah. the movie. So, yeah, I don't know. But what wh- does that add? It adds nothing. I guess, (laughs) like, I mean, I suppose it adds the fact that you could say that he, like, imagined all of it from his insane asylum, but I don't know what would trigger him to imagine all of it from his insane asylum. So, you know.
0: I feel like we're, I feel like there's no need for us to, we're just kind of going into, so, anyway, I'll just do one, one paragraph. Anyway, he goes crazy, kills Wall Street guys, becomes a folk hero in town, especially after Thomas Wayne says some anti-poor people things on TV. Um, He becomes obsessed with being on De Niro, finds out Thomas Wayne might be his dad, but then he's not in a thing that makes 20 minutes of the movie irrelevant.
3: Or maybe he is, and Thomas Wayne tried to hide it. I want to discuss, I (laughs) certainly want to
0: discuss that, because I hate this storyline. Anyway, so then, uh, mostly because of how it ends. Uh, Anyway, so then he uh, kills a bunch of other people in his life, including his mother, and uh, one of his coworkers. then he goes on Robert De Niro's talk show, shoots Robert De Niro in the head, gives a monologue that comes out of nowhere and seems to just be Todd Phillips ranting. Um, and then, uh, then, it, then uh, police chase him. That happened earlier. He gets arrested, but then uh, the city is rioting because he's such a cool folk hero. And then um, people dress up as clowns, break him out of uh, the police uh, car, and then we cut to him in Arkham Asylum, the end. Yeah. And he kills his. Therapist. Yeah, I thought she was gonna be uh, this universe's Harley Quinn, but I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead two minutes after she appears.
1: Yeah, I guess like okay, we can talk about this later about how it fits with the existing DC properties mm-hmm. that already have another Joker Ooh. and a Harley Quinn.
0: Well, what do we? Uh, where should we start? I, I get, yeah, like,
1: let's talk about this movie first.
0: How about this, uh, Veronica? What you say? You don't. What What do you think this movie's trying to say? I'm gonna put that. <laughs> I'm gonna put that out to the group. What is this movie trying to do? I say?
1: don't know. Well, okay. So I think to me, it seems like the origin of this project was probably like close to what you imagine of like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we like imagined like this movie, like uh, the Joker as like Travis Bickle mm-hmm. or whatever the name of the guy Robert, in King of uh, Comedy. Uh, and Pumpkin?
0: Rupert uh, Plumpkin? Pl- or
3: something. I think it is, <laughs> like, something
1: pumpkins. like that, yeah. Uh, and I really is, like that movie. Is
0: this the Tom Hanks character from SNL? <laughs> uh, uh,
1: David Pumpkin. David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> uh, so, and in theory, I gotta say, like, I don't really have a problem with that. Like, every, yeah. like that they rip off, like, you know, like, Taxi Driver. These are good movies. I, yeah. I do not mind, like, that idea of, like, imagining, like, what... I think, actually, what bothers me about this mm-hmm. movie is all the Batman stuff. I fe- it feels like all like the actual like Batman comic book stuff feel very shoehorned in and almost like they don't belong in the movie. Yeah. I I guess like we should mention also that like in the rioting his parents die again. Like any time <laughs> they show his parents die it's like That would be
0: the Bruce Wayne's parents.
1: Yeah. But I think like in terms of like what it's trying to say in terms of social commentary, I don't know that it's as rambled as you think it is. I don't know that the point is super deep, but I think it is like very trying to go after like you know, the poor people are being let down by the elites, and the poor people shall have their riot. I mean, I don't think it's but what as is deep what does that.
0: that story have to do with a crazy person?
1: Right, I don't know. Well, so
3: because the government failed.
1: Yeah, so I think Mm. that's it, because, I mean, that is actually, I thought, kind of, I mean, that smart is not the right way to put it. But, like, I thought that was kind of relevant, like, because that is actually a thing that did happen in the 80s, like, that, you know. The
3: AIDS thing.
1: uh, So, yeah, so AIDS was not really recognized as, like, a disease that the government wanted to help people out with. They were also cutting down on you know like mental uh, uh, health services mm-hmm. for the city's poor and I the idea that like out of that negligence someone would rise and rebel against the elite like does not like does not like anger me or anything it's no. like a plot point that seems fine
0: this the the um, my f- absolute favorite parts of the movie are all the parts about the anger and the city growing I just don't think they are well connected to, like, um, to uh, Arthur Fleck's story. I love the sequence where he's running away from the detectives and goes through the the subway yeah. car where they're all wearing clown right. masks.
1: Well, I think it's also just maybe that's like giving the movie too much of uh, well, of uh, I guess you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for credit, but it it seems like. It is kind of apt that this like random guy's like random act that had to only do with himself and his mental disability actually mm. led to this okay. like larger yeah revolt.
0: But I I and I think there is an interesting story to be made about a uh a kind of social revolution that that is act that is actually being led by a crazy person with no political beliefs and everyone just, uh, you know, basically Occupy run by um, the guy from being there, mixed with being there. Right. And also, I, did, I think it's insane that we've for somehow now have two Batman movies that are just shitting on Occupy Wall Street. <laughs> or, but, like,
1: <laughs> I don't know, like, what was that movie, The Falling Down, that, oh, like, yeah. Michael Douglas yeah. movie? Yeah, but I think um, in
0: in, a, in that story, we need to meet characters who are involved in the social movement Um, who aren't then proven to be figments of Arthur's imagination. Mm. Mm. I think if we had let's say um, the girlfriend character was real and we saw her and saw her horror that this clown murderer isn't some kind of um, activist activist vigilante but is just a mental patient. Mm. I think that might be an interesting way to do this story. I don't know that that's the right way to do this story. It just feels like there's so many things in this movie that don't add up to anything they're just there because they're fucking edgy bro
2: mm.
3: it's also interesting how um his role as he he became like the a symbol or whatever mm. an icon as opposed to like a leader yeah, mm-hmm. he's basically like a Pepe the Frog kind of guy.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the
3: Pepe the Frog <laughs> like, story. The creator of Pepe, Pepe so the Frog didn't want. Just, yeah, he didn't could want. Could you call to me some, Pepe? Yeah. <laughs> See,
0: and that's I think that's a more interesting story give me give me the the story of the guy who did uh, Arthur's makeup and is now like, "What have I done? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, did
3: you hear about that guy who who created the Labradoodle?
1: No, oh, yeah, I heard that what happened?
3: Yeah. The guy who created the Labradoodle? I guess some article came out recently where he
0: like really regrets creating them,
1: yeah, because they're crazy.
0: It's the Manhattan Project of our time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's our, 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 our generation's Oppenheimer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I was going to say something, but I forgot, so someone else say something. Oh, I guess, so
1: <laughs> I, should we dive into the SWAT that is the, the Thomas Wayne, is he the baby daddy or is he not the baby sure. daddy? Sure.
0: I'll, I'll start by, s- my major pro. I think you, you, I'm guessing you didn't like it because you didn't like the Batman stuff um, uh, shoehorned in.
1: Yes. I, so I had, I just didn't like the plot mm-hmm. point. He leaves
0: the city for a while. We have to go to Wayne Manor.
1: Yeah. So we go, we see young Bruce Wayne uh, and sort of the Joker kind of looks at him and sort of like, the, the, is this my brother? We see like a version of Alfred.
0: I'll admit it. I liked when Bruce Wayne uh, uh, went down the pole oh, yeah. on the, that on was the playground. Cute. That was the one bit of fan service where I was like, that's <laughs> cute. <laughs> uh,
1: and I think like, I mean, it's just, I don't, I, I guess I didn't really have, for, I think it also felt to me like from the moment that she like started talking about the letter. So like a thing in the movie is that his mom keeps asking him whether Thomas mm-hmm. Wayne wrote back. And from the moment she said that I used to work for him, he's a good man, I was like, okay, like, are they gonna, like, is she, is he, like, the son? Of you him? assume they were and, going that direction. Yeah, and it just seems like such a dumb idea if that is true, but it also, like, it seems like if it is a matter of, like, him actually, like, Thomas Wayne actually being his dad and then, you know, gaslighting the mom to the point of insanity... That could be an interesting point, but I I feel like then they should have devoted more time to that plot point.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit I think the one tr- when I when I was watching the movie, I was like the you know the movie that clearly wants to be viewed as a super subversive transgressive piece of art, despite being a fucking comic book movie about the most <laughs> popular comic book character in the world. Um, the one part where I was like, oh, this is genuinely a little transgressive, was the part where it seemed. Like, they were going the direction that Thomas Wayne might be a rapist and a bad guy, and Alfred's a monster who helped cover it up. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was genuine. I was surprised that Warner Brothers would allow them to go that way. And then, I, I don't know about you guys, but I did interpret it that no. At the end, they're just like, no, Penny's crazy, and yeah. Arthur's Arthur. And I really, really did not like the reveal that, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know that Arthur was abused by Penny's uh, boyfriend, Mm -hmm. who um, because we're doing this whole. This is when I get back to like the sympathetic poor people. Is that this a movie about class structure where it's like oh no, where it's like yeah, your your life is bad because a rich man abused your mom, and then it's like oh no, just kidding, your mom was a crazy poor psycho. It's all her fault. Also, she let her poor boyfriend molest you. Um, it's poor on poor crime. That's the problem, (laughs) not the rich people. Thomas Wayne may be mean on TV, but really he's just a cool guy who likes to go see uh, Charlie Chaplin movies. Um, (laughs) Like, that's kind of how I felt about the end of that storyline.
1: Yeah, I think, like, to me, the whole... I mean, as I said earlier, that was the weakest part.
2: Mm.
0: Did Did you interpret that, that he's actually... How do you is is Bruce and Arthur are they are they bros? I thought I liked
3: the idea of it in the middle of the movie, but then I was like, they're just being lazy and be like, hey, it's open ended. Hey, <laughs> let's leave everything open ended because we're artists.
1: Yeah, it seemed like. As with this, and as with like the whole like mental institution, like is it all a dream, or how much of it is a dream? It seemed like they wanted to throw things out there, but I don't know that they themselves know yeah. the answer to some of these questions. I feel
3: like they're on all fronts. They're holding back on everything except the dancing on the stairs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he that, dances a lot. That uh. might be one my favorite. Sequence because mostly there's no dialogue
0: and you love Gary Glitter.
1: Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> his that... uh, child molesting is my favorite child molesting. <laughs> no, but I it felt like there was something also. I thought it looked kind of cool uh, for the character. I visually
0: yeah. I like yeah, I like the image of those stairs. He yeah. said
3: that he developed uh, Joaquin developed it after uh, feeling crazy from uh, fasting. Like, when he was losing weight. mm. So then he started developing these ways of moving and these dancing things. So I think that was all him.
1: And it was also, like... I, I like that he did a little dance anytime he, like, killed someone. Yeah, <laughs> I like a little that. I feel
2: like that
0: I was, would, like, a cool... Time. I was reading a description of the leaked script and the differences, and one of the major ones we just said was, less dancing. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that was a lot that Joaquin brought mm, to the role. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I, I think it's one of the most distinctive parts of the yeah. character, and it's one he feels the most... Like, at the end of the day, I got to the end of this movie, and I was like, you know, this really does make me want to see a Joker movie. I don't want to see a lesser taxi driver, but I would like to see a movie about the Joker where it's fun. Um, Right. You want
1: to see, like a Heath Ledger Joker in a full movie.
0: Sure. Well, I, I, I genuinely, when the city was revolting and he had actually gotten the city to revolt, I think a mo- I think yeah. it would be genuinely transgressive to make a movie where it's like, the Joker's actually a good guy. Batman's dad's a rapist. Batman's just another billionaire beating up poor people. And guess what? The Joker's kind of got some good points. So poor people, let's put our fucking clown masks so on want, and like... start burning the city down. <laughs>
1: so you want like the wicked reimagining of the Joker? <laughs> 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 I know, I get it. I, uh, what did I want to say? Oh, fuck. I forgot.
0: I guess I wanted to say something. I wanted to have an opinion about yeah. anything that it brings I up. I
3: think because they're under, like, Warner Brothers and DC, they mm-hmm. weren't allowed to do, go extreme on things. also just, uh, what? Okay, so I also, think. Also, the studios fuck every DC movie. <laughs> <paragraph. laughs>
0: I asked, what, what is this movie trying to say? I think the best you can, te- the best you can tell if you're going to prescribe some kind of moral to this movie is probably you could, like, this is a movie where the main character does give a thesis statement before uh, <laughs> shooting the actor who played the character he's the character's based on in the head. Um, <laughs> uh, so, like, what were, do you remember any, like, I f- first off, I feel like that monologue should be more memorable. I don't remember a thing he says.
1: Yeah, I...
0: You get I, what you deserve, I know is how it ends. I,
1: so, that I, one of the weakest parts in this movie is the dialogue. I feel mm-hmm. like there's... It, mm-hmm. It's so on the nose sometimes, yeah. like, when they're like, you know, I thought my life was a drama, but now I realize it was Yeah, like they that.
3: repeated a lot of those weird things. Like, there's that, I think yeah. he repeated a few times. The other one was like, I don't have any beliefs.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Does it seem to anyone else... Like, people are getting crazier out there. Yeah, I don't...
1: Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think... So, what I meant to say, also, is that I think this is a good... I mean, I think it's a more successful version of just, like... I don't think this is an origin story for the Joker, I guess, Mm. also. It's like... Because I don't see how this character ends up being a criminal mastermind. This yeah. character He doesn't have a lot of skills. He doesn't have a lot of skills. He mostly just murders people.
3: But he has that arc.
1: What what is
3: the arc? He's more confident in killing people. I get
1: it. True, but like he doesn't also like on a very practical note, like has no interest seemingly in crime other than like murdering people like who are very seem to be very much in like, in his mind, at least, like, you know, plotting against him. So, like, how does that guy become, like, a mastermind criminal?
3: There's that point where he just said that killing people was funny. I guess. I
2: mean, yeah, I can see this guy becoming a
1: serial killer. uh, yeah, Yeah, exactly. But, like, is the Joker from the comics famous for murdering people? I thought he was more of just, like, a thief. No,
3: or it's it's just, in it's his, about, his first
0: appearance, he murdered a series of people. That like, like, is
1: true. No, but like is like that like undermining
3: what, the system? Right, and like his whole thing people. is like
1: chaos. Yeah, or at least you know.
0: There have been so many versions of the character that it's like it's fine but yeah I I, I, I think part but it of, seems
1: crazy to me to have like a comic book villain mm-hmm. who is straight up just a serial killer
0: and I mm-hmm. think that's part of the problem with the quote unquote like real world aesthetic of this movie that if this was a little this movie was a little more surreal I love when we think he's going to jail and just like the rioters wearing clown masks Break him out, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's the beginning of Joker's henchmen. And mm-hmm. I think if this movie was more surreal, it's like, oh, this is the beginning. Yeah. Then I bet they're going to go find an abandoned circus somewhere and yeah. live in it. Yeah. Um, but
1: I also feel like that character is not charismatic enough to be at really? the head of a criminal organization. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, this version, like, this. It wouldn't Albert take long yeah. for
0: these henchmen to be like, hey, guys, I think the boss <laughs> is an idiot. Yeah,
1: like, he laughs randomly at. He has yeah. no sense of humor. His open mics are painful <laughs> to sit through. <laughs> I,
0: yeah. he had a few jokes and I'm like, that's that's okay. I feel like I've heard jokes he to like work on it a little.
3: <laughs> no, yeah. I liked yeah, I liked all those characteristics, but you're right. As far as him being a mastermind,
0: yeah. You know, that's that's interesting. There so many podcasts have already discussed this movie. This is one podcast with a series of comedians in it. So let's talk specifically oh, about the stand up angle. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, Manola, I've seen yeah. you do stand up. What do you What do you <laughs> think of Arthur's set?
3: Um, it's uh it's both. Like I respect people who get up there and, and make a fool of themselves, and uh, I respect people who feel like they weren't crushed after they bombed. And uh, yeah, That's, I also anytime to be delusional. I guess
0: <laughs> anytime I bomb, I imagine that uh, um, one of the lead actresses from Atlanta is sitting in the mm-hmm. audience, laughing and enjoying my set.
2: Uh, yeah, so, as a
1: non stand up.
0: Picture an actress from Atlanta <laughs> laughing at your set <laughs> anytime you're scared <laughs> of the audience.
1: As a non stand up comedian, this is a question for for you. Uh, how many uh, uh, cutouts of naked women do you have in your uh, notebook?
3: <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like they kind of overdid it. But, like, have you seen that Netflix show, like Mindhunter?
1: Yes. No.
3: So, like, that's, like, a characteristic of serial mm-hmm. killers is, like... Oh, really? They'll make, they they Scrapbooks. make, like, fucked up, like, women collages mm-hmm. or weird stuff like that. Ah. And so, like, I guess they're, like, oh, look, he has the traits of a serial killer. But, like, they were overdoing it. Like, they overshowed all the things that would have been cool if they just did it
0: once.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be... Because uh, I thought the time they did show it at the stand-up club that it was just oh, like a was glimpse, yeah. that was funny. But yeah, I think they definitely, like, when he was alone and, like, making his quote-unquote art, I guess, yeah. if, scrapbooking.
0: Speaking of notebooks of horrible images of women, I think if this movie had been tonally <laughs> similar to, like, American Psycho, mm. the, the movie, I think I would have enjoyed it quite a bit more. Oh, for sure. If, it, if it was... Yeah, more clearly who, absurdist. Who would
3: you have rather directed Joker? Ooh,
0: oh, um, well, I guess it, that was it Mary Heron?
2: Did
1: Mary she direct Heron American directed Americans. Um,
0: but gosh, uh, let me think. Um, do you what have about the an
2: commute?
3: Uh, I was just like going through like, you know, fucked up people. Like <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Harmony Korine. Yeah, Yeah, that would
3: be cool. Uh, yeah, uh, be much I was chiller. Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> Louis, Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> that Japanese guy, uh, uh Takashi Miyake, yeah, 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 him, he'd be cool.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that would be a, <laughs> a more literal violent. torture, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. But I feel like the oh. insults would really like violent. Uh,
0: who's made some real dark satires? What's the but like coming the Chris from, like, Morris Joker? What does that look the like? The Chris
1: Morris Joker, that could be fun. What if the Joker were British? That could be sure, yeah, is,
0: with the after greedy reboots, we're doing the British reboots, that's yeah. the next cycle. <laughs> Um, oh yeah. I, I one thing I as I watched a movie that really bothered me. There's no reason. There's no reason for this movie to be set in 1981. And I think that that kind of proves that this movie has nothing to say and doesn't want to say anything. That mm-hmm. like all its touchstones are Occupy Wall Street. Um, there's a big plot point where a video of Joker goes viral. How that happens in 1981, I don't oh, know. Yeah. But it's...
2: Yeah. But I, the, Sign spinning.
0: Yeah. Sign spinning. This movie should be set now, but if it was set now, they'd be too afraid because of us thinking it means something. They wanted
3: a lift from Tac- taxi drivers. Yeah, Drive yeah Room, but I think, like, I comedy. mean, the
1: mental illness, like, the yeah. defunding of, like, hospitals, that's, like, an 80s thing. But that's also... And, like, that. being shitty. That's not happening shitty. now. It's already happened. We're living mm-hmm. in the results of it right now. But like,
3: I guess that's yeah. It's the like the grittier cities. Shitty. The cities were grittier. Back I
1: mean, then. I mean, it's it is shorthand. I mm-hmm. think what they wanted to they they wanted it to be like, oh, we all know New York was shitty back then, and it was scary to live in. Also, that's where we are.
3: And then um, Batman gets to be an adult in the present. True. Yeah. Well, although
0: he'd be very old today, because he I was thinking about this because uh, yeah, that's yeah. 1981. And he is what would you say oh, six yeah, or seven? Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, I thought he was like he was nine or something.
0: Not oh, if he so if he was let's say let's say he yeah, was ten, 10 because up. I'm bad at math. So okay. in 1981 he's ten. So in 1989 he's does um, it say it's 81? eighteen? So then thirty years later he's yeah. forty not uh, forty. What eight. are you
1: trying to do?
0: That if Batman was ten in the movie, he's forty eight in 2019.
1: Oh, 2019. Okay, why yeah. couldn't you just subtract uh, add like. He was born in because 1971. Because I'm bad at math, Veronica, that's how I there. did it. Okay. <laughs> no, but uh, I guess you also... I like, yeah, bet I got the figure travelers. wrong. I bet
0: there's someone listening to the podcast like, you fucking idiot, he's 47. No,
1: he's 48. Well, hmm. it depends on when his birthday is, I Yeah, guess. what sign is yeah. it? Uh, but, <laughs> he's a Virgo. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when is his Mars in retrograde? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, also that would mean the Joker is like, 70,
2: 80? Like, yeah. <laughs> these guys
0: could never. Well, like, I, I imagine they wrote the character to know, be younger, but got Joaquin Phoenix. Do and, you know
3: why they put it in 81?
0: Why? No, I don't know. Gina. Well, no, I, it, it does, but it just, like, if you want to make. Because Todd Phillips keeps saying, like, I snuck. You, you can only make comic book, book movies now, so I snuck a real movie into a comic book movie. Okay, yeah. cool. What's your real movie? Oh, I just remade Taxi Driver. And it's like fine, even exactly. if you did that, if you're making today's taxi driver, well, taxi driver wasn't set in the 50s. Make taxi if you're making today's taxi driver, set it today. Yeah. Who is today's Travis Bickle? Don't give me 1981's Travis Bickle who wears makeup. Mm-hmm. It just I guess everything all the aesthetics of this movie scream this is important. But the content of this movie screams, don't take me seriously, please. Mm-hmm. And it's that type of thing that, like, annoys me the most. Like, mm-hmm. when it it feels very much like a 13-year-old boy being like, I'm so edgy. I talk about death and shit. Okay, what do you have to say about death? I, I don't know. <laughs> Society <laughs> sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um well, let's let's get let's get positive. What were thinking? We liked Joaquin Phoenix's performance. It was yeah. dancing the
3: dancing. I like the dancing. laughing. Did you know that he based that off of like a real psychosis thing? Ooh. like oh. so, uh, someone showed uh, showed me a YouTube clip of someone who suffers from that, where uh-huh. he it was like him in a car, and then he j- him just like laughing and control. he's like yeah this is happening, and it was it was as maniacal as the Joker's. Oof. it was weird
1: yeah i think i read somewhere that like they intentionally didn't want to like have it be associated with one specific Mm. ailment mental illness so they like drew from a bunch of stuff so like i think that is from there but then he also like has other aspects that are from like other he's very
0: all-purpose crazy
1: yeah (laughs) exactly which is like I guess it also like solidifies your point of like yeah we're like we'll take all like <clears throat> the cool elements yeah. of, like it's the less
0: offensive option but it's right. also the more cowardly option mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but this was supposed to be the positive section yeah the so... laugh was very the laugh was legitimately impressive and upsetting his. Facial contortions were upsetting. Mm. We, we, let's move away from yeah, Walking like Phoenix.
1: the that scene where he like just ties his laces. It oh, was God. in the trailer, and you like see his back. I didn't. I mean, it was horrifying to look at. But I
3: didn't uh, get yeah. what like it looked nice that shot. I didn't get why they were doing it. And then I was like, oh, because his back was marked. Like I didn't get the, I didn't get that shot yeah, until I, I was like, was oh yeah, he has bruises.
0: I guess foreshadow it's, the beating reveal or the
1: abuse reveal. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was just creepy. I thought it was. Yeah, it made more. I didn't notice the markings either. I it's thought it was. It was, more was like, like right
3: a, after he got beat up by the kids. Oh, oh
1: that's true. Right, right, fuck, right, right. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. So yeah. it's
3: exactly, we're not. We sh- we keep trying to go deeper than it. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: So I like Sam. I like that Brian, Tyree, Henry was their scene. scene. playing a very negligent administrative person in a hospital. Uh, I like the when he's like, yeah, let me tell you about this crazy woman. And he's like, oh, wait, that's your mom? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa,
0: this shit's fucked up. Wait, who'd you say this was to you? I mean, it's totally cool. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> uh, like I said, I, I legitimately loved the subway scene. I thought that was fair. Not the, um, shooting the Wall Street guys scene. That was fine. Uh, although I did like, uh, 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 it's separating from the fact that we know Ben Warehite, but I did like how gruesome it was of him trying to crawl away. And
1: apparently he did his own stunts.
0: Oh, it was a, uh, a nasty looking fall.
1: Yeah, so uh-huh. apparently they had a stunt double for him, but the stunt double showed up wearing entirely different clothes. Jesus. And they are like, okay, we can't do this with you. So they asked him if ben he was Is a story blind. or is it? Yeah, so he told it to another friend of ours. Uh, and funny. It got really to me.
0: Nice, you came here for the fucking Joker exclusives, and you got them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> any, other,
0: any other tidbits?
1: Uh, no, I think that's oh, some of the I think that's the main thing I learned about his performance. <laughs> and also, like, I did not know he was in it until I heard about it from that friend. Of, oh,
0: I uh, wish yeah. I wish he you hadn't known until board. you got in the theater. Yeah,
1: I think that would have been more fun.
0: <laughs> Has that happened? To, I have you have you ever seen a movie and like suddenly someone you know is in it, and it's so surprising?
3: Like on TV shows, and then I shout it because I wanted to show off that I know that kind of of thing.
0: Weirdly, I think the one that surprised me the most, uh, because like, yeah, we see like uh, actors and comedians we know and stuff all the time. But when I saw, what was the the Jenny Slate movie, um, Obvious Child? Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. her, her boyfriend at the beginning was Paul Briganti. And I was like, who I just, that? I saw that with, um, he directs for SNL. Oh, okay. Um, and I knew him more as a director. So I was just so surprised when suddenly he was getting multiple scenes as her boyfriend who dumps her at the beginning of the movie.
1: That's a really good movie. And it's yeah, a great I movie. Yeah. you want to just talk about that for
0: the rest of the podcast? Yeah. That movie I like that Paul great. Simon song, Simon and Garfunkel song. I don't remember it. Yeah. I, remember, <laughs> I
3: remember liking it and I was like, I remember liking her, it's uh to tie it back to, I liked I liked her stand-up performance. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. it, but I remember liking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends were in the audience for that. When they taped they, it? Yeah, I think they taped it at the Warsaw, maybe.
1: Did you yell when you recognized them in the audience?
3: No, they spoiled it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're big, uh, big, terrific fans, I guess.
1: Mm. Also, she has another movie called... Uh uh telephone no landline right that said wow. in the early 90s that i also really liked. she's very good
0: well we have now fully we've segued into more... discussing jenny slade's career <laughs> yeah. so well, that might I be guess... a sign that we've she could like joker, joker run out of things to say
1: i've i do have a question like a more like uh if you were the franchise makers behind you know dc stuff Like, where do you put that? So this movie has made an obscene amount of money. Mm -hmm. uh, And, but you also have Suicide Squad, which also, I think, was fairly successful. (laughs) I have not seen it. It looked very bad. Uh, But, so what do you do? Like, do you? Like do now have like two Joker universes where one of them he's like a Hot Topic Joker Ugh. and one well, of them he's like an '80s Joker? I
0: think they've basically they're gonna they've just basically erased Jared Leto's uh, a Joker. I think he's like they have the trailer for the Birds of Prey movie that's right. also kind of a Suicide Squad sequel because uh, it's got Harley Quinn and it seems that he's not in the movie and they have you and McGregor playing. Uh, a character that's basically just filling his role and although they mention mm-hmm. him I don't think Jared Leto's in it mm-hmm. I think they're basically just going back to the old 90s and before version of superhero movies where they're all disconnected universes which is bad move I mean well <laughs> you think it's a bad <laughs> keep move Keep going with the DC DCEU They they
3: they keep I feel like they just keep fucking things up cuz they're idiots <laughs> over there <laughs> Like we, I liked Shazam a lot. I didn't see it. Yeah, Shazam
1: uh, was fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's I the mean, only
0: other one I've seen actually. I never saw Wonder Woman. Uh,
1: oh, I saw Wonder Woman, and that's it. I mean, I love the Nolan movies. Uh, I mean, I guess Dark Knight rises less so, but I like it more
0: than a lot of people do.
1: I mean, I don't hate it. I just hated it as like, it. like in the anticipation. For it after Dark Knight, which I think yeah. I loved so much.
0: I think it should have been split into. I think it should be two movies. The one ends with Gotham being separated from the rest of the world, and you're just like fuck, because mm-hmm. that's such a crazy thing midway through the movie. They're just right. like three months later, Gotham is an apocalypse.
1: Yeah, I think I think it mostly uh, I forget why. There's <laughs> like, a like a book. comic
3: storyline that. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. uh, I
1: mean, but yeah, I mean. Obviously, like Dark Knight Rises is like you know, mountains above anything DC produces right now. There's
3: a good um Joker storyline from a few years ago, I forget, but I guess the big reveal was like uh, why Joker was obsessed with Batman, it was because he was in love with him, really? <laughs> and it was like the real for me was like really made me put the book down. I mean, I um. Uh, t- torrented it, so I, you know, stepped away from the
0: computer. i uh, deleted the CVD yeah, file. Yeah,
3: put it in the recycling bin. No, uh, but that was like, oh, that's a new, interesting mm. take. That it's just season love. It's like a crazy person in love with uh, somebody.
1: Yeah, I think that could be interesting. That would be Well, like how would that. you?
0: How would you make a direct sequel to this movie? And I think that because I. I think it would you would want to see him running some kind of criminal organization, but like we said, it would be very hard to do that with this character.
1: Yeah. So I don't know how they do that. I mean it's, I don't Well, mind. there's
3: like a classic storyline of the reluctant hero where it's like he doesn't want to mm. but people keep pushing him and does he accept it and then he fails? I
1: think that it could be probably makes it sense. It could be a cool idea of someone like using his the avatar of joker and just creating a criminal organization on the basis of what has happened in yeah. this movie but not having it be alfred and have or albert mm. i guess and arthur arthur <laughs> what whatever his name is too many a names like have him still be stuck in a mental institution like not totally aware of what's happening and then maybe have them be released at a certain point in the movie, so kind of
0: like an Iron Man three, but from the yeah. perspective yeah. of the Ben Iron. Kingsley character. Yeah,
3: there's a idea where I I bring it up a lot because it's like it's basically how uh, whatever I don't <laughs> mean to go too deep in it, but it's like like the example of um Bob Dylan. Like he's a good musician and everything, but more importantly, people needed Bob Dylan at the time, so they chose him and mm-hmm. put him above all the rest. You know, like Trump, and then, you know. I feel like it's like that with Joker, where it's like they needed a Joker. So so that idea of choosing someone to represent them kind of thing.
0: He's not the hero we deserve. He's the hero we need.
1: He's the villain. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's not the a, villain. I no, the I, I think, but like, yeah, I do no, think, think there's... there's I, like I, the timing of him being at the right place at the right pli- time. I, th- needing
0: that kind I think of they'd have a hard time making not making him cool in the sequel. And uh, I all of our all of these ideas we're putting up are it he seems more pathetic than cool. Yeah. And I think they'll have to make
3: But like him in the train chase scene mm-hmm. where he was like he's, he was kind of like pushing through the crowd. He was like proud of everyone. He's like, "Wow." I loved all that. And then like he's dancing and like I thought that was like mm-hmm. you know, he you know as as far as a leader or a mastermind it was weird but it was like look what i was responsible for kind
0: of i can see a sequel that is more that more what i want where it is these like a mixture of activists and just uh, um uh, uh, anarchists, mm-hmm. and uh, they are working together. And some of the activists gradually realize that their leader is actually just a psychopath. Mm-hmm. And then they get forced out by the more criminal elements of the organization, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I can see that being something.
3: Yeah, that'd be a good like HBO series or something.
1: All right, guys, <laughs> we have a time machine. We can travel. Oh yeah, let's just go the see the us. future. Do you guys miss?
3: the gratuitousness of Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> uh, I was not a watcher no. so I don't know. <laughs> I'm, like, well, I'm
0: very excited for Watchmen on Sunday.
3: Yeah, there's that. But I was like watching Succession yeah, I was- and I was like it's, like it's like Arrested Development but with Game of Thrones but then it doesn't have all the crazy uh, you know you wanted Logan Shocking. to, like,
0: crush Kendall's yeah, head at the end of the season? Hey, no spoilers. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> um, just flips uh, Speaking so- yeah. of things we've seen, uh, uh, everyone, uh, anyone seen any other good things this uh, week that perhaps weren't number one at the box office?
1: Uh, sure. I can go first, I guess. Uh, so I've seen a few. I've seen two Korean movies mm. this past week.
3: Oh, man, I'm jealous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: So one of them was Parasite, which everyone is talking about. Mm. And I would say it's really, really good. And you should also see it. I don't really want to say much about it. Yeah, please. What?
3: Please don't. No.
1: Yeah, I, but I will say that I, I had a really good time with it. Uh, I also then saw The Handmaiden, oh. uh, which is by uh, uh, the same guy who did um, *Old Boy*. Another movie I haven't seen, which I might see because I love The Handmaiden. Oh, I saw uh,
0: Old Boy. For the, I only saw the old, old Boy for the first time like last year. Yeah, Did you see I you it. The new, the no,
3: reboot. The the one. One. <laughs> no, the Spike one. No,
1: I started watching Old Boy once, but I think I only made it not because it was bad, but I only made it like through thirty minutes of That's it. That's
3: how I am with Handmaiden. or like I I would always start it like at night, and then I would like kind of. And I really want to f- go finish it. Yeah. It's
1: just like... It like at a certain point, it like grips you so much yeah, that you kind of have to like it. push through it. It is pretty long though, but it is sort of like a very demented fairy tale story, uh, which I really appreciate it. There is one part towards the end that I wish they had gone even crazier and they had such mm. a perfect opportunity to and they declined and that made me sad. Uh, The last thing I watched was The the Decline of Western Civilization Part 2, The Metal Years. So this is like a documentary. So the woman who directed Wayne's World previously (laughs) directed two documentaries this is the second one of them the first one was about the punk scene in the late 70s and this one is about the metal scene Mm. in the late 80s on Sunset Strip
0: wait so when they were getting a director for Wayne's World they actually were like let's get someone who's made a documentary about the metal scene I
1: guess so she was also offered to direct this is Spinal Tap no shit on the on I guess like on the tail of like the punk doc she did. Wow. She
0: has a comedy career now, like since then, right?
1: Well, she's like had like so she said that uh, uh, Wayne's uh, Wayne's World <laughs> that Mike Myers actually kind of Penelope kinda, Yeah, so worked to sabotage her, and that's why she did not actually return to direct no. the second Wayne's World. So I think her career is definitely not where it would have been had she been, you
0: know, so But yeah, my, she directed yeah. a bunch of comedies in the 90s. Beverly yeah. Hillbillies, <laughs> Little Rascals, Black Sheep.
1: But yeah, like, not, you mm. know, great movies. Are you seeing um. these
3: docs on a platform? or? Uh,
1: so I think Oops, all these, so other than Parasite, uh, both of the things I mentioned, The Handmaiden and The Decline of Western Civilization are on Amazon Prime Video and so this movie is basically is a, a non-mockumentary version of spinal tap almost like the people <laughs> in that movie are very ridiculous okay. There's some very memorable sequences uh and interviews in that movie it has since come out that maybe some of these things were staged mm. or like trickily edited together uh-huh. but in the moment when you see them it is hilarious great uh what
3: do you guys have? You go. Uh, i trying to think.
0: Um, sure. I uh, Let's see. I've seen a few movies. Did we, have we gotten to talk about The Day Shall Come yet on this podcast? The what? The Day Shall Come.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Uh, Veronica and I saw the new uh, um, uh, Chris Morris movie, The Day Shall Come, um, which I liked and respected more than I think it fully came together for me. Uh, it's with um, uh, Anna Kendrick and a bunch of other fun people. James Adomian pops up in a small role. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's fun. I, I, I think it's also co-written by the Succession guy, right? Jesse. Yeah, you know Jesse Armstrong. Yeah, sure. It's, I would say, not the best work by either of those two men. But it is interesting. And if you like their work, it's still worth a check out. Um, I finally saw Ad Astra. I saw it uh, while killing time, waiting for an a- airplane <laughs> after a bachelor party. <laughs> um, I went with the the other groomsmen. They all hated it, but I really liked it.
2: So
1: I want to see
0: it. I I it. the thing is it's very much supposed to be um, a heart of darkness or apocalypse down space. So it has extensive poetic uh, mm. um, voiceover, and everyone I was, and it it's very purple prose, and everyone I was with hated the voiceover. But mm. yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, it's, I, it. I liked it a lot. I think it's fun. Um, but other unlike um, Joker, it is a like clearly based around an older movie, but is about its own thing, and very much about that specific thing. But I liked it. I saw Parasite like you, and I loved it. Loved Parasite. And last night, I watched, uh, finally watched the 1977 Japanese horror fantasy comedy, House. Mm,
2: First time?
0: Um, I saw it for the first time. Have you seen it? Yep. It is so insane. Uh, If you haven't heard of it, um, uh, a commercial director was hired by Toho to make a horror movie after the success of Jaws. He got his Mm. uh, pre-teenage daughter to come up with a scary plot and scenes. Um, Now most people would then rewrite those ideas to make them make sense. Uh, He decided no because children under understand things differently than adults. So it very much feels like a 10-year-old girl is dictating what happens in the movie, but then her dad is directing it. So uh so at some point all all the the teenage girls start getting naked, which was very bizarre because up until that point I definitely thought the actresses were younger than they were. But um but it is so bizarre and so fun and you should check it out. Um a girl gets eaten by a piano and then her disembodied fingers continue playing the, the score to the movie. Um, it's great. You should see it.
3: I saw Aquaman.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> the resignation of your voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause, yeah, I don't know. I saw it in small sips uh, and it wasn't as bad as because p- people tell me how they walked out and stuff mm-hmm. and it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as, like, I don't. I wouldn't walk out on it.
0: <laughs> Rave. Rave review.
3: Um, I would yeah. not
1: walk out on Aquaman. Um, That's not <laughs> Uh,
3: I saw El Camino. Does that count? Oh, I
1: haven't seen it yet. Was it good? Yeah. It like, was
3: nice. It was, like, a I feel nice like Breaking Bad movie show episode.
1: Do you like Jesse as a character?
3: I normally don't. Or I think, I can't tell if I don't like him or... Or the actor. Okay. <laughs> um, Aaron
0: Paul is one of our listeners. Oh, great.
3: Well, that's fine. <laughs> Fuck you, Aaron So you like him, the podcast listener? Um, he's,
0: <laughs> I don't think Aaron Paul listens to our podcast. <laughs> uh, it was just like
3: that. I like the world, I guess. I don't know. It was just nice. It was, Do you want nice. um, Better Call
0: Saul?
3: No, I couldn't get through it. People are telling me that it gets good. And I was like, I don't have patience for
2: this. (laughs) I was
0: so, I loved Breaking Bad so much, but I was so exhausted at the end that I was like, I'm good with this world, and I've never really watched Better Call Saul, and I want to watch El Camino. I just haven't, like, I walk, I get home, and I'm like,
1: "Uh yeah, I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, oh, this is, I know what this is going to be like for Mm. me to watch (laughs) this, and I don't want to have this experience right now.
3: It's, I don't know how much I should say, but, um, I don't know. It's it's if you felt sad, it it's like you know, you, it's like part two of feeling satisfied at the finale. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Would people be upset if I asked if Walter White is in it, or is that a spoiler? Uh, I guess I'll, I'll ask you off pod okay. in case people are upset about this. Uh
3: yeah, I I haven't been to the theaters. Like it took you. Asking me to be on the podcast to get me into a theater to watch the Joker. <laughs> and we're so
1: glad it was for the Joker. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: And there, I feel like there's so many good movies that I want to see right now.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Oh God. around to it. When I when I segued into us saying what movies we've seen, uh, Veronica gave me a look, and I just realized why, because I totally skipped over us giving Joker a letter grade.
1: Oh, that's true. I oh, is didn't. that not
0: why you, you just gave me a look in general?
1: Did I give you a look?
0: I thought you gave me a look like, what are you doing?
1: Oh, did I? No, I'm sorry. I did not mean that. That's, that's <laughs> the normal face I make. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. let's. Okay, so on the count of three. We do a letter grade. We for do the, a letter a to grade.
3: A to,
0: F. A to F. Yeah, you can throw your pluses and minuses in as well. Okay. Um, right. Let me think what I... All right. Um, okay. Okay. Three, Three, two, one, C plus. plus.
1: We oh. we did the same thing. See this is a thing very rare.
0: You think that I hate this movie more than I do. It's more that I hate everything <laughs> about this movie more than I hate the, hated the actual experience of watching
1: yeah, it. Yeah, I mean I agree with,
0: with you on I
3: this. think I was yeah. C plus until Today, when we talked about, it.
1: <laughs> oh well, nothing like a good discussion to turn you totally away
2: podcast. from the movie. That's
0: the point of our podcast to make people realize they um, <laughs> they hated things that they liked.
1: Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, well, how sad. well. Speaking of which, our likely next a oh. week podcast is going to be about a movie that. Never courted any controversy, which is Fight Club. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna, I was good
0: because you we hadn't had a discussion, so I'm like, clearly Veronica knows a movie that I would in no way complain about us doing. Yeah, we're doing Fight Club, I'm great, done with that. Great pairing. Wow, yeah, Joker and Fight Club, they're technically paired.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
3: It's funny because the um, uh, the person I was dating at the time read the book and she made me watch the movie which i didn't care to watch Mm -hmm. but and then i was like oh that's great and then i accidentally predicted the end but then just knowing that she she how she is now is the complete opposite of someone who would like that movie (laughs) (laughs) i feel like fight club built a profile of the kind of person who would like it Right?
0: <laughs> would you? I, I'm trying to picture Take what you Sally. mean. What would you, without giving away the name of a, a woman you dated 20 years ago, what is she like now?
3: Um, uh, she's, uh, <laughs> she's pleasant, uh, <laughs> uh a pleasant uh, New York feminist um, the crafts. <laughs>
0: Well, I, think, I think that's a fair description of people who liked Fight Club and actually understood what it was trying to say.
3: I guess, but I feel like <laughs> the profile that that Chuck guy built, like around it. yeah, the kind of like uh, readers that he has is like, you the, know, the the only shocking... cho-
0: uh, Chuck Chuck Plen- Oh no, that's true. Not true. I read Choke, but aside from Choke, the only Chuck Polanyi I'd ever read was that short story in in high school or middle school. People the, Dick on the one? Yeah, the, uh, wait, wait what are you trying to say? The dick one? Yeah, well, the, well, the anus. The anus and The fool. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I have not read that. I have read Look it up, Survivor. it's fun. People pass
0: it around. And yeah. Oh, I think it's part of that.
1: No, it's not.
0: Is Survivor... Oh, no, it's Ghosts, the it's, one where uh, everyone tells s- stories? Yeah, a, Survivor
1: yeah. is about the movie the that they thing. wanted to make until 9-11 happened, which... Oh, like there's, it's a a, it, there's a plane crash? There's a plane hijacking element to it. I actually like the book at the time but this was yeah. in college i'm sure exactly. it's not subtle but yeah. i enjoyed
0: it yeah i read choke in college i really i think a girlfriend gave me that i, I really liked I mean, it up women
3: t- are ahead of their time
0: yeah. <laughs> we, as far as <laughs> women love chuck Palahniuk all the women in my life they read chuck Palahniuk and brett Bret easton ellis <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Palahniuk?
1: am i pronouncing I that right i think it's Polinic. whatever
3: i've heard it as polonic but it's spelled poliniac or whatever well, I don't follow the rules. I'm a, I'm a joker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. On that note, Manolo, would you like to plug anything? Please. Do you have any models? Uh,
3: Dr. Game Show. I have another podcast that I co-host with Whitley Watson about the mixed race experience. I don't know why I'm there. Um, and then I have <laughs> a internet radio talk show called uh, Talking Practice on KPIS.fm on Wednesdays at 4 and oh yeah you're gonna be a guest yeah next week i believe yeah uh i guess that's it uh and uh i'll release like things and stuff on at manolo something on instagram twitter whatever all right that's it all (laughs) right
0: all you jokers out there. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know what I'm <laughs> To all you jokers out For there. Have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> toot toot. Toot, toot.